Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. On April 14, 2011, after several very public and very embarrassing incidents where air traffic controllers were found asleep on the job, the FAA administrator fired the head of the air traffic organization, which is the part of the FAA that manages air traffic controllers. Also on April 14th, I spoke with BBC Radio about these changes, as well as some underlying issues which haven't really been brought to the public's attention. Specifically, issues related to pilots falling asleep while operating aircraft, or air traffic controllers being too fatigued to do their jobs, especially during late-night shifts, have been an interest item of both the NTSB and the FAA for a number of years. The FAA has been particularly concerned with obstructive sleep apnea, a medical condition that can cause sudden sleepiness while operating an aircraft. Hank Krakowski, the man in charge of air traffic control in the U.S., has resigned after revelations that flight controllers have been sleeping when they should have been working. At least six times this year, air traffic controllers have fallen asleep at U.S. airports, leaving planes circling overhead or forcing them to land unaided. Let's talk now to Dr. Todd Curtis, founder of Airsafe.com and an aviation expert from Seattle, Washington. Thanks for joining us on NewsHour, Dr. Curtis. This is incredibly shocking, isn't it? It is shocking, but not altogether unexpected, because fatigue issues, especially with air traffic controllers and people in the transportation industry, has been of intense, an intense focus of the NTSB and the FAA for several years. So do you have some sense of what these sex six incidents that they're talking about? Do you know about them, or are those all still under wraps? Uh, they're, for the most part, under wraps in that, for example, the one that's most prominent, the one at Reagan National Airport, the controller was suspended, was drug tested, and there's an investigation. But the outcome hasn't been made public yet. And, and when you talk about the fatigue issues, I mean... C- We're talking about people who are working night shifts, right? That's correct. And more than that, rotating shifts. That is, air traffic controllers typically may work, for example, the day shift for a few days or a few weeks and shift over to an afternoon or even a midnight shift over time. And what can be done to change that? Because clearly we need people on all, all, all throughout the night, 24 hours a day. Well, apparently the FAA feels that this rotating shift procedure that's been in place for decades is normal and acceptable because that is the standard way that air traffic controllers are assigned. They don't have a permanent time slot uh, day after day, week after week. So, so what is it that can change then? A couple things can change. First, there can be a recognition that there could be some underlying issues here that are understood but haven't really been applied. Specifically, one of the things that have been found in the past is obstructive sleep apnea, a medical condition that may cause sudden sleepiness, has been recognized in other modes of transportation, and uh, obesity and age have a factor in that. And these controllers, some of them may be, in fact, having an underlying medical issue that hasn't been resolved yet. Well, that, that's extraordinary. Why isn't this something that's being monitored more, more rigorously? Well, actually, it is being rigorously monitored by the FAA itself, but most of their attention have been on pilots. Uh, there are plenty of research materials and training materials for pilots, both private and professional pilots, that talk about this issue. But I haven't seen anything done for controllers, even though they have the same kinds of medical risk that pilots would have. And do you think that in this case, the fact that Hank Krakowski has resigned is is enough? And, and, and is it fair that he's the one that should go? It's unclear if it's fair because the details behind why he resigned haven't really been released. 
But whether or not this is enough, certainly it isn't, because operational issues may be a factor here. Risk okay, issues. Dr. Dr. Todd Curtis, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks very much indeed for joining us today on NewsHour. Thanks for having me. For more information on this developing story, please visit us at airsafe.com and airsafenews.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.